0: This is a 98FM podcast.
1: Now, last night on this show, we were speaking to the acting chairperson of a new political party in Ireland. The party is called the National Independence Party and the acting chairperson is Martin Critton. We spoke about one of their manifesto goals, which is to close our borders for two years. Now, the fact that these words were being said by an Englishman who was an economic migrant here himself, didn't really seem to bother Martin. But there are over 400,000 people unemployed in Ireland. And the party feels that things would be better if we didn't allow people in from other countries to take jobs that could go to the unemployed. We're wondering what you make. Now, we know in legal terms this would not be able to, but what do you make of this idea if Ireland closed its borders Five three ninety eight one or you can low call eighteen fifty twenty two ninety eight ninety eight. Um we are going to be chatting about this very shortly, but uh, we've just got something. Here is Martin Critton speaking to myself and Michelle on the show last night.
2: If we bought a
3: product from the supermarket, you know, we at least we've got a chance of getting a refund if it goes wrong. But you know, if we vote these people in who say they're gonna do a job and they don't deliver, mm-hmm. then obviously, you know, we've got a we got a problem from, from day one. The rudiments as to why we wanted the to establish a new political party was start, started from broken promises. It, it's basically, I mean, you know, you hear reports over the radio that, you know, that there are a lot of people within the in the system who are not getting through the system, and obviously for people who are, you know, in, in, in long-stay accommodation, not knowing whether they're here or there or anywhere, I mean, that's not greatly a humane situation to start off with. So, from a common sense point of view, we're saying, look, sorry, we're overloaded. We, we, we need to we need to get a grip of what we've got uh, and sift through that. And obviously, you know, when, when people are waiting within that system, from an economic point of view, it's costing us a fortune as well. So, you know, the, the, the whole aspect with regards to, you know, the borders, how, how we deal with the people we have as a population, how we deal with people, it, it's purely simply a, a, an economics and numbers thing. You know, what can we afford to do? How can we afford to improve it? How, how can we, uh, uh, you know... Manage uh, influx in and outflux.
1: That was Martin Critton last night, Michelle, speaking to us mm. about the party, why they've set it up. They think that our system is broken, but also that we've got a lot of people who are unemployed here. Why are we letting people into work?
4: Well, the one thing that I couldn't get past the obvious irony, and I did mention it to him Martin mm. Critton is an Englishman. Yeah. And how ironic for someone who's not Irish to be saying, keep all the non Irish out, except for me. You know, I can't get past that.
1: Well, I suppose he's established here for quite a few years. So it would be, let's start the moratorium now. Oh, yeah, and now, but, let now everyone, that I'm in, but all the others. Everyone who's been here. But this is something that they want to get people talking about. And mm-hmm. it was um, the ESRI, which is our think tank mm-hmm. here in Ireland. They looked at this back in 2010. Yeah, And when they looked at it... <laughs> The, people, the number of people in Ireland who are opposed to immigration from other European countries, right, we're talking about mainly Eastern European countries is what they talked about. It rose from 4% in 2002 to 15% in 2010. We're four years on from that and I'm pretty sure it's a lot higher than 15% now. And also there could be a racial factor in this because when asked about immigrants with non-European ethnic backgrounds, so we're talking about Africans and Asians here, Mm -hmm. um, the number of people opposing immigration from those places went up from 5% in 2002 to 20% in 2010. So when a country is in decline or is having economic troubles, Obviously, xenophobia and racism is something yes. that rises up, and you look at to the other people and to see coming if it's their to this problem. country,
4: taking our jobs and our women. That's the attitude. I don't. We don't mind when the going is good, but as soon as the pinch is on, we're like, get out! Oh, you're taking a job an Irish person could have. But didn't we also last night speak to one of the heads in Hertz in Ireland, and he said to us, "Listen, we employ 900 people in Ireland. 300 are Irish. 600 are not Irish." We said, "Why do?" you give those jobs to Irish people? And he said directly to us, I would love to employ Irish people, but they don't have the skill set. We said, what skill set are you talking about? He said, languages. He said, Irish people are pretty crap at languages. You don't have enough, say, European or Asian languages. We have to give those jobs to outside people. We couldn't physically find the Irish people to employ with them here. He said, we would have loved to. We couldn't
1: do it, and then we turn around and we gripe and we moan that they didn't go to Irish people. Five three ninety eight one. There is a message in here from Dan saying I think that that man is spot on. I'm sorry, but I do believe that if we close our borders for a couple of years, we get an awful lot of people off the dole line and working. That's what Dan says. That's the exact opposite of what Hertz was saying. You know, I know, but that's one person's function because there there are people in this country who think and indeed might know that there are. people originally not from Ireland who come in here and they're doing jobs that could be done by Irish people at lower wages like what we're looking at bloody job breaks now look that's at the, what's happening Look
4: at the opposite is that say, they say oh come in here stealing our jobs well what if they come here and they don't take a job then they're told they're sponging off the dole They're they're kind of
1: screwed either way. Get a job, we'll give out you got the job. Don't get a job, we'll call you a sponger. But that's where the idea is to close our borders entirely. So what do you make of this? Mm. 53981 or you can low call 1850229898 to let us know what you think about this. Another one here and this comes in from Matthew. This is absolutely crazy. How can someone in this day and age think that this is something that should happen? What would Ireland do if we closed our borders? I'm sorry, but most of my family work in other countries. Does that mean we wouldn't Mm, be allowed in... There,
4: Yeah, so. didn't haven't we exported enough of our own over the years? And isn't it ironic when Irish people who are legendarily big emigrators, the States, Britain, and then we turn around, Australia, look at the amounts of us at the moment going to Australia, my own brother's in Australia. And then we turn around and say, we may like to, to go emigrate to other countries, but not in here, folks.
1: But maybe that's the argument. You know, an awful lot of what they're saying is that we have to export people because we're letting so many people be imported here. If if you look at us in those sort of economic terms that people wouldn't have to leave and if they, they had the job That's jobs a good here. question.
4: Should we just look at it in economic terms? Surely there is a, a humane factor here. And if we think things are bad here, look at Eastern Europe, look at parts of Africa, literally people starving to death.
1: So, you know... When we turn them away, aren't they being condemned to, to death? 1850, 22, 98, 98 or 53981 ninety eight 1. Morris, welcome to 98FM.
5: Hello, ladies, how are you? Hi, Morris. Morris,
1: the idea of closing our borders, what do you make of this?
5: I think the country will collapse because I mean to say the the gathering is just over. You know, if we'd had, a, had a, that ban in when the gathering was on, half the people wouldn't have been allowed in whether it was for walk or recreation, you know now, what I mean? I don't,
1: I, okay, not to be facetious about this, but I don't think he was talking about not letting anyone in. The idea of closing our borders is f- to economic immigration. So are not walkers. saying that tour, yeah, migrant mm-hmm. workers. He wasn't saying anything about tourism, right? Just to to set that straight. Yeah,
5: well, you know, if 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 that had been the attitude towards the Irish hundreds of years ago. Like, we wouldn't be in America, we wouldn't be in the Far East, we wouldn't be in Australia. You know, you can't be turning around and saying, oh, one rule for the Irish and then one rule for everybody else. I mean, to say, if we want to be part of Europe, we have to allow people to come and go.
4: Morris, do we have a duty then, as, as part of the human race, in plural terms, to let people in?
5: Well, pretty much so. I think, I think the government at the moment are looking at taking in over a couple of hundred people from Syria. Because of the trouble in that country and resettled them here. Like when Vietnam was going on and the, the Vietnamese people were allowed settled. settle. Do you all remember that? Um, when that happened here in 79?
1: Not, A little bit before my time, but I do know that. Well, there I, you go. I, well, I you, remember I'm A bit older
5: than you, too. Um, that's what happened. We took in people from uh, Vietnamese that were in the war-torn areas and we let them settle here. And who came to play uh, soccer or Gaelic for Dublin? Only Jason Sherlock.
4: That's right, actually. You see yeah. what I mean? You see so, the way we can yeah. get
5: people to come in and contribute towards the community. So it works right across the board.
4: It does. But, Maurice, the idea of the NIP, the, the new party, The new party is that, look, we're drowning here. You know, something needs to be done. There are hundreds of thousands of people on the live register. If we don't do that, if we don't close our borders to keep people out, Maurice, what do you suggest we do?
5: Uh, we're responsible for being greedy look the Celtic Tiger was here everybody got greedy a lot of people got greedy some didn't some tightened their belts and said no save a few bob for the rainy day they're Mm -hmm. the wise ones Um,
4: but I I don't know about you Mars but I don't have a second house like there's a lot of people who didn't do you know what I mean I'm the new
5: poor I'm the new poor I've worked all my life for the one company for the last 30 years and this year I'll be applying for family income support for the first time in my 32 years working with this company that's how bad it's got for me and with did. all the taxes I'm being hit with.
1: Like my own daughter left
5: Ireland to walk away from home, you know, because she couldn't get work here.
1: Yeah, I think there's an awful lot of people who are in that position. Uh, even though your daughter has left, you don't feel as though it's someone else's fault who no, isn't originally No, she originally had to go away Irish. from
5: here to further her career and she got a job and she's working and I'm happy for her, but I do yeah. miss her.
1: Yeah, you know? I completely mm. understand. Myra, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thanks so much for taking the time. 53981, eight, we're discussing the idea from the National Independence Party. It was registered as a party yesterday launched in Buswell's Hotel and we were speaking to the acting chairperson, Martin Critton. And one of their main manifesto aims and their goals is that they think we should close our borders for two years to economic migration. So to people coming into this country who are not originally Irish and they're starting to work or they're getting work. What do you make of this? 5 three, 98, one Oh, we've got Tenacious Face who's on Twitter. She says it's a shocking idea. So many internet companies have set up European headquarters here because they can get staff to cover their language needs. So that's why they're here. It's easy to set up here because a lot of people who are Europeans have English as a first language as well. They find it easy to come here because it's cheaper than going to London and living in London as well so you can get more staff to come here. Um, another What's one wrong here, with that? here on Twitter that says, um, is that possible? How would people get food and things into Ireland? What about tourism to Ireland? That's from JP Klein. It, again, just to reiterate, yeah, this it's is not about, quite the point. Yeah, yeah, that's not the point. It would be economic immigration that they're talking about. So people who are coming in to get jobs, 53981, or you can low call 1850-2298-98. These are things that are being... Discussed and it is ideas that are being discussed because it sounds something akin to UKIP or the BNP.
4: That's what we said. And we did say that to Martin Critton yesterday, who's the acting chairperson of the National Independence Party. We said, Martin, you know, I said to him, and, and he didn't dodge the question. I said, you know, are you the Irish version of the BNP? And he didn't deny it. And he didn't act with the revulsion at the
1: comparison Yeah but you see the thing is Michelle who are we to sit here and judge just because it's not my my cup of tea at all there is a group of Irish people out there who feel this way unfortunately uh, that was just so much so yeah. that they've, a, a they they've founded a party up. like yeah. this
4: isn't just some this isn't someone griping on, on Twitter or having a moan on Facebook these are people who and you have to say in one respect you have to say fair play to them because a lot of us sit back and we go on Twitter we go on
1: Facebook or we chat like this and we give out about the situation they're being proactive yeah 53981 we're wondering what you think of the idea of closing our borders for two years Sean welcome to 98FM Hello, Sean? Sean? Hello, Sean? That's okay. I think Sean's a little busy right Sean, now. We Sean can... seems to be having a great laugh. We might try him back in just a few minutes.
4: <laughs> I think Sean was uh, otherwise engaged. I don't know what
1: the hell Sean is up to, but he sounds but, like he's very but busy. But the
4: point was that before we went to Sean, these we may not technically agree with their politics or we may agree with their politics, but Whatever side of it you come down on, you have to say at least they got off their ass to do something. You know they're out, they're trying to come up with the solution, which yeah. is more than a lot of us are doing. Yeah, it's just what do
1: you make of this? What it's do what you, you make, make of the of solution? solution? <laughs> because when you look at this, they're they're uh, Peter O'Loughlin is a man they're thinking of. They are running, sorry, in the New South constituency in the European elections, right? Yeah. So that's so big boy they, politics. They have a candidate. Yeah. Now. In Britain, the BNP did very well in, we'll say, the European elections. Yeah, right. Because in the UK, they don't give a flying F about the European elections. To be honest, no, Euro's <laughs> but, not their thing. Yeah, it's not their <laughs> thing. But um, they're they're gaining ground, and they're starting. You may not want to hear the conversation, but there's conversations over there about immigration every single day in Europe. And is that yeah. the sort of thing you want to see here? Five three <laughs> one.
4: No, Sean um, is just so, having a laugh with us. That's OK. We'll, we'll try him again. We've been having great fun.
1: Um, but the with conversations
4: they're having in Britain about uh, immigration, remember, that's us. We're the immigrants in Britain. Like it mm. it wouldn't work well for us. And again, I mentioned this. You mentioned this. Martin Critton is an Englishman living and working in Ireland saying, close the borders
1: to other guys like me. I just the, the schmucks who come after me. But I just wonder how people think about this in relation to closing borders. Is it closing borders to certain people and not to others? Because when we talk about immigration an awful lot on this show, people sit there and they talk about, you know, Eastern Europeans. They talk about Africans all the time. The greatest group of immigrants in this country are British people. Without a shadow of a doubt, the population of immigrants in this country who are non-nationals—they are British people, and, English people. And are that actually makes sense. The they are our in. closest
4: neighbours. It makes less distance to go home and see your family, and we speak the same language. It's of course there's ease of movement there, so of course they're here. But Martin himself said when you asked him
1: directly, "Would you stop British people coming in?" and he said, "Yes." Um, someone here that just says uh, Oshino D says on Twitter saying racism isn't a view which deserves respect is what he said in relation to that. Um, another one that says I'm sorry, but I do think that it's time that we had a party like this in Ireland. Someone who is thinking about the needs of the ordinary Irish person. What? What exactly yeah. does that mean? Five three ninety eight one. That's text there that we just received. Who are thinking about the needs of the ordinary Irish person? What exactly? does that mean? And who is yeah, the ordinary the Irish question. person? I, I honestly don't understand do you, who that is. Do you is. mean white skin, freckled, blue eyed? I know, it's mad. Uh, Richard, welcome to 98FM.
2: Hi, how are you? Hi, Richard. I'm
1: good. Richard, this idea it's from a political party that have registered as a political party to close our borders to economic immigration for two years. What do you make of it?
2: Um, I was just listening to Brogan and um, I just sent in a text message there about exactly um, it's not really the English, the American or the Australian people really on about here. It's more or less the Eastern European and like we don't go there to work really like we do go to England, Australia and America about though. Right. It's not really the European, the Eastern European uh, countries we'd be
1: working in you know? Okay so do you think that they're specifically targeting that group, then?
2: Not specifically, but like I find myself, I, if I go shopping in the local stores anywhere, it's usually them people who's in them stores are. They're not American people, put like that. Are Australians?
4: Okay. So do you think they get more out of us than we get out of them, Richard?
2: Oh yeah, by far. Why? Um, well, the currency is much better for them to convert it over to their own currency.
4: And, same for dollars.
2: Uh, yeah, but say like, if, if, if I'm not specifically focusing just on European people, but it is the majority. You know, um, like the living standards here are better as well. And um, they seem to usually get the, picked out of the bunch.
1: Have you been to Eastern Europe? Richard
2: No I haven't but I have been to a th- uh, to America. Right. And I worked over there for 4 years but over there it's not like here. You don't get any benefits here. You don't get housed over there.
1: Okay, so if you went over there and you were unemployed, you wouldn't get any sort of benefits, let's say in America. Okay. Absolutely nothing. Well, if you did, and I just want to say, in relation to places like Poland and Eastern European, I know that Irish companies did very well out of those countries during the boom. And places like um, Mulcair Roads and all this, Irish companies went over there, engineering companies, and built new roads and everything. And I'm talking like thousands of Irish. Mainly men, I have to say, were flying out in development, going over yeah. for two weeks at a time, then flying back here for a week to their families, and then going over and made an awful lot of money out of these yeah. Eastern European countries, Richard. So it did benefit a, a lot of Irish people.
2: Uh, yeah, it did then at the time. At but the now, time, yeah. In this recession that we're in, it's not benefiting anybody.
4: And is that how we should judge it, Richard? Just on a quid pro quo economic footing? Uh, yeah. Well, Give me if money or get... I won't help you.
2: No, no. Uh, like, if we really want to get out of this recession, we have to take drastic measures. Haven't we, dra- we? That is a
1: drastic measure. And would it be something you'd agree with? I would. You would agree with it, closing okay. our borders? I would, Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, five three ninety eight one. Uh, Richard, thanks so much for taking the time. Richard Cheers, would agree Richard. with closing our borders because we have to take drastic measures to get ourselves back on our feet from this re- recession. Oshin, welcome to ninety eight FM.
0: Hi, how are you doing? Hi, I'm Oisin. good.
1: Oshin, Richard thinks it's a good idea. What do you make of closing our borders?
0: No, I think it's a ridiculous idea. It's not dealing with the reality of the way the world works today. Uh, for one thing, uh, I trained and worked as a nurse for uh, a while and our hospitals are entirely dependent on uh people who trained uh, or grew up in foreign countries Uh, if we didn't have the filipino nurses the indian nurses the indian and pakistani doctors who basically keep our health service going every day then we'd be in serious trouble and the reality is we don't train enough nurses we don't train enough doctors to actually fill that uh, void Mm -hmm. and so we actually really need these people. And as well, the reality is we the, all, the nurses we do train have the ability to go around the world, and they do. So even many of the ones we train actually go off in other, and work in other places and get the same benefits that the people who come here and work get. So I think it's both hypocritical and just not really very realistic at all.
4: And O'Shane, what about people who... Uh, and I will phrase this carefully aren't worth that much to us so they won't be getting a job they won't be supporting our economy people that we just take in because they need a bloody hand
0: because they need a hand you mean like uh, asylum seekers
4: yeah like.
0: well I mean I think we have a, a responsibility as any uh, state does to look after uh, other human beings who are in uh, great difficulty and the reality is we actually treat Asylum seekers terribly in this country. People who are asylum seekers get 19 euro a week. They live in desperate co- accommodation. Uh, there's been a massive scandal recently about uh, direct provision uh, yeah. uh, housing. I mean, like th- there's a lot of myths out there and a lot of nonsense. And really, what it is is it's looking for people. It's people looking for an easy excuse as to why things are bad. Uh, and that's what your man Martin Critton or whatever Martin Critton mm-hmm. is fucking thinking. I mean, he's basically trying to exploit. This really simple way of blaming other people for our problems. The reality is, it's not Pakistanis, it's not uh, Indian people, it's not people from anywhere else. It's the people we elected who ruined this country. And it's the people who we continue to elect who aren't uh, creating jobs. You know, And that's nothing but our own fault, because we are the ones who have votes in all elections, and that's what we're putting in.
1: Oshin, it's been great Thank talking you, to you. Oisin. Thanks so much for taking the time. Five three ninety eight one. Oshin thinks that the new National Independence Party is exploiting people's um, anger and rage, and indeed some xenophobia now um, about. Uh, why things have gone wrong um, for their own political purposes and that it's not migrants Um, who have caused any trouble to you. We've heard that once before, haven't we, in the history of things. Who did Hitler blame? I know, I know, I know. But once you get an argument back to Hitler and an argument is over, I think you can't always bring Hitler into everything. But it, it explains it perfectly. Those damn Jews,
4: it's all their fault. Well, now we're going. Those damn foreigners, it's all their fault. People who don't learn from history are doomed to repeat their mistakes.
1: 53981, we're wondering what you make of the idea of closing our borders to economic migrants for two years as a political party has mentioned. Dee, welcome to 98FM. Hello. Hi Dee, what do you make of the idea of closing our borders?
6: Um, I don't think it's a good idea, but I do think there could be other measures taken into place. I think um, closing the borders would be silly because, I mean, as you say, we've migrated everywhere around the world. But I do think that whoever migrates in should only have six months to get a job. And if they don't get a job, they shouldn't be dependent on the state. They should be told to leave because at the end of the day, six months is long enough to try and get a job. If you don't get one, you shouldn't be supported by the state and you should have to leave.
4: And oh, what if they have very little to go back to, D Sorry, say that again? What if they have very little to go back to? What if they're facing... Poverty? Well, I'm not, talking, I'm not
6: talking about asylum seekers or anything like that. What I'm talking about is, say, people who are migrating around Europe, you yes. know, and come to here, want to live here, um, but don't have a job and don't, get, don't have a desire to get a job but want to live off the state. They're the ones I'm talking about, and they're the ones that are infuriating people. And if they're given six months to get a job and then they don't get one, then they should be asked to leave. Do you
1: genuinely think that there are European citizens who come to this country because of our welfare uh, benefits?
6: Um, there are some because I do know of people who are sending like child, you know, their children's allowance home.
1: Yeah, no, I do. I understand that. I know people are annoyed uh, about that fact. But are are
6: these people working?
1: No. No, okay, so the money that they get for their child allowance. Yeah, and
6: happen. I mean, it doesn't matter what sort of job it is. And I'm not just talking just Europeans. There are other countries that are, you know, doing the same thing. And I'm not talking about asylum seekers, because, you know, if they need asylum, fair enough, fine. Yeah, but sure. um, the people who are here are literally drawn on the dole for no reason. And there's also, the other side of it is, well, That a lot of the Irish people that are given out about, say, migrant workers are the Irish that are actually on the dole. Yes, that, that... You know, and I'm not saying that down. they're not trying... Some people are unfortunate, they are, they, you know, they have been working, they've been let go, etc., and they're trying to get jobs. But there are people that are happy to sit on the dough, and they're the ones that are happy to give out about the people, you know, as you say, come and take our jobs and our women. Yeah. They're quite people, you know... They're the lazy Irish, you know, there are lazy Irish people. We're not all perfect, uh, you know, in Ireland. And that's what it's like. A lot of these people like claim that, you know, it's, it's like they're claiming we're perfect. We're not because there are a lot of Irish that are willing to sit on the dole and do nothing about it.
4: Could you see why, D, someone who is on the dole and feel that they have lost a job to a foreign worker, could you see why...
6: Uh, I, I totally understand people who have lost their job, you know, and they're on the dole. I'm not saying those, but there are long-term people who are on the dole and who are getting away with it. You know, and there's nothing wrong with them. There's no reason why they shouldn't be on the dole, but that they don't want to get up and get a job. They're happy to be paid to sit at home.
0: You've been listening to a 98FM podcast. Download more at 98FM.com.